ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Scare Blast Podcast. And now here's your host, Lisa Burton. Hey everybody, welcome to Scare Blast Podcast. My, I'm your host, Lisa Burton, and today we've got super awesome guest, improviser, director, and actor, Miss Irene Marquette. Hello! Hooray, hello! Hi! Hey Lisa, um, thanks for having me. Of course, thanks for being here. <laughs> um, so, Irene, you chose the movie Inside. That's right, I did. This is a French film. Yes. And uh, it's really good. Uh, in the last decade, Like this has been noted as, depending on what list you're looking at, one of the best films made in the last 10 years, best horror films made in the last 10 years. Usually either top 10 or top 25, um, which makes this a really great film to talk about today. And especially, this is my first, I think, foreign film that oh, I've done good. so far. Yeah, which is really great. Nice. Yeah. Do you find that the um, lack of language increases or decreases the tension? I think, for me, I think it increases it because I have to pay more attention to the words. I have to, because you have to read, and you and there's no amount of zoning out that you're able to do. Yeah, you can't, like, avert your eyes, yeah. you know, and just, like, listen for when things are okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so let me ask, uh, do you gravitate towards horror movies? Are you a horror movie buff? Like, what do you, like, do you I, like the genre? I love the genre. I've always loved horror movies my entire life. My dad would really want me to tell you, my little sister was born on October 30th. Okay. And my dad and I used to love to watch The Twilight Zone, and I was six years old when my sister was born. Mm -hmm. And he was at the hospital all night long, and, like, I knew it was Halloween, and I was so excited, and he was like, Irene, your little sister is born. And I said, I can't wait to meet her, but when we're done, can we go home and watch True Horror? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> My dad loves that story. <laughs> That's also a great and appropriate story for this podcast. That's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. I would say that I, I've i seen a lot of horror movies. I yeah. do like the genre. I like it the same. I, yeah, I like it. I love it. And what makes you a fan? What gravitates you toward this genre? Uh, I think the same things that gravitate me towards comedy. It's uh -huh. tension and release. It's yeah. a way to handle things that are really scary mm -hmm. or um, hard to process. Uh, it's a way to, like... Look at like to kind of indulge in the fears of things yeah. and to also take the power away from them. Yeah, uh, and I just like a good spook and scare. Mm -hmm. I agree. Oh, yeah, I love I love to have like my heart in my throat. I love I really like to be having a visceral re reaction. Yes, uh, I will go to horror movies alone. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. and it's terrifying, especially if there's no one else in the theater. I'll sit really close to the screen and like give myself uh, quite a fright. So you chose this movie inside. Yes. Um, why did why this movie? Why did you choose this one? Well, I thought it would be fun to talk about, and <laughs> this movie is so fucked up. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry that I made you watch it, Lisa, because <laughs> I was like, man, it's really mean to make somebody watch this movie, but. <laughs> Also, I don't know, it's just, it's so simple and it's so well executed. I really think, like, the best scary movies are simple ideas, just, like, played to the hilt. Yeah. And this, mo this movie is one idea. I mean, it really takes place in, one of the characters is in one room of that house for, like, yeah. an hour. Yeah. And it is 
It's so scary. It's one yeah. of the scariest things I've ever seen. Yes. Should we tell them what it's about? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the movie is about a woman who is uh, about to give birth. She's It's Christmas Eve. She's um, going to go into the doctor to be induced. She is a widow. Her um, husband or her partner, it's not really defined, uh, died in a fatal car accident that starts the movie. So she's alone in her house. She's very sad. She's very pregnant. And uh, somebody knocks on the door and says, uh, let me in. I mean, it's like a classic, like, fairy tale beginning almost. Yeah. Uh, but it's a woman who wants to take her baby out of out of her. Yes. It, the whole movie is a woman trying to take another baby out of another woman. inciting incident, which I guess was the car accident. Do you think that that was Sarah's fault? Do you think she was Mm. at fault as a driver? Um, I can't say. I can't say, um, because I didn't see the accident. So I don't know. I, I could see how if it were it was implied and I could see how and again suspending disbelief seeing how uh, if the car accident was ambiguously at fault like if we didn't know who to blame in that particular car accident how the woman who lost her baby would immediately blame the other people I could absolutely see that I don't I I, I personally Lisa Burton I do not feel like it was Sarah's fault even if she was at fault as the driver it was not her fault that that baby died oh no 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 yeah I just mean like the car accident because I've been yeah, yeah, I, I've yeah. thought about that as well like what an extra level of guilt that would be sure to have like it's such oh, a yeah. tragedy to have her husband die and then to have to like mm. to look at raising this baby alone and to think that like she had caused this accident and people were protecting her from the thought that this other woman had lost her baby at the same time. I don't know. I mean, there's I'll no real answers in there. No, that, there, but there aren't. But I'll say you could read it either way. Because mm-hmm. if she if she was not at fault for that accident, then she would she might be in a state of like, well, my husband died. I was driving. I already feel, I I feel at fault, but I wasn't at fault. I know I wasn't at fault, so now I can just be sad for my husband's death. So you could read her emotion at the beginning of the film like that, where she's just like, my husband is dead. Because one would think she would be more angry if she were at fault. One would think she would be more angry or feel more guilt, or there would be some amount of, should I kill myself? Like, there... But you could. But would you kill yourself if you were nine months a pregnant? A mother. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, like maybe not. There's a lot of those kind of threads that I think are open to think about, like the sparsity of the dialogue and mm-hmm. um, everything else in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think kind of lets you draw those conclusions for yourself. Similarly, I think if she were at fault, that would be an okay thing to like. That would be an okay thing to read into of like. She's at fault. She feels guilty. She's upset. She 
didn't know she killed someone else's baby, presumably, also. Yeah, and, I mean, even if she did, it, and it was an accident, like, yeah. Sad, just like sad business. Mm-hmm. Just like some sad business. Baby business is sad. Either way, guys, those pregnant women shouldn't have been driving in the first place. That really is what we <laughs> have learned today from this. Cool story. Uh, so we should talk. Can we talk about like the last couple images of the movie? Yeah, because they are haunting. Mm-hmm. The last one. The last thing. The the last time you see Sarah. Yep. Now the idea of like. A husk is something that, like, that is brought to mind when I think of this. Oh. <laughs> she has been literally gutted. Yeah. Like, you, the pan up of her body, I mean, she looks like a pumpkin that got yeah. dropped on the floor. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's really unreal. You see, like, the guts spilling out of her uterus body uh, yeah it's horrific it really i mean and blood the image of the blood oh pouring God. down the stairs spilling down the stairs Ooh, need to be that um toxic waste team yes it was in there with my broom no kid. oh my god no thanks Oy. uh yeah so she is um her fruit has been plucked yeah and she did not survive the baby survived did he yeah, you hear the baby cry. Do you end. hear the baby cry? Yeah. That's awesome. Because you know what? When I first saw it, I thought that he died. And mm-hmm. I thought that she... Because the way that she has him swaddled... Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's... Although it's up for inter... That cry could be uh, like a mind cry. It could be a mind cry. It could be a mind cry. Yeah, but, I mean, of course, I like the idea of the baby. I mean, somebody, yeah. like, somebody's got to come out. I was surprised. At all. I was surprised when I heard the cry. I was listening for it, too, because, uh, because the, the, uh, um, Abdel had hit Sarah's stomach so hard with that nightstick. Yeah. So, I for sure was like, that baby is dead now. And now everything, now nothing, none of this means anything. Yeah, I mean, it's such a, it really is a very bleak movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, a, there really is not like, there's no rainbow at the end of it. There's, yeah. uh, oh God. Yeah. It's tough. Do you think that she'll be a good mom? <laughs> Do you think that oh, witch boy. will be a good mom? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that witch will be an overbearing mom. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be a really overbearing mom. I yeah. have her mom, if so to speak. <laughs> yeah, she'll be like um, the lady who raised Rapunzel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean a witch? Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Do you know what I had to go through to get you? <laughs> oh, boy. Ugh. Uh, I right. didn't, I didn't look it up because um, I really do try to forget this stuff when, when I read about it, but... Yeah. It's not like this is uh, a situation without precedent. Yeah. I don't know if you looked into that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. The So, this, I think, gets us to our trivia questions. <laughs> Great! <laughs> our really dark trivia questions. Um, do you know what the incident is called when a woman chases another woman uh, for, specifically for the baby that's inside of her? 
Ooh. what that crime is called. Because that's a name for this crime. It's a real crime. I mean, I know occurrences of it happening. Mm-hmm. This happened to Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman a couple years ago that this happened to. Oof. I don't remember. I don't know what it's called. I'm. Uh, let me try to guess. I'm going to say... Yeah. Um, I bet you could guess it if you thought hard. Uh, what's like a Latin word for stealing? <laughs> um, tr- like, I wouldn't even go Latin. Uh, infant theft. That's a, yeah, that's so close. What is it? Fetal abduction. Fetal abduction. It's called fetal abduction. <laughs> it's very dramatic. And it's also like a very dramatic thing to do to somebody. Thing to do to somebody. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, the, the instances, if you look... There is a Wikipedia page that has all the documented fetal abduction cases from 1987 to today. And there are, I mean, it's a list that you could print out on one 8 by 10, 8 and a half by 11 sheet of paper, which is like too many and also... That we know better, of. Yeah, that we know of. Also better than better than three pages worth. Um, sure. But... Yeah, it's a thing that happens just not as frequently... As we would like it to. Oh, God. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it's like an easy way to get a baby. It is. (laughs) Easy baby. I'm not ruining my body. I have, like, I'm going to go get a new baby. It's a fresh baby. That baby doesn't know me. Yeah, and, like, going on the make one, take one policy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, like... Leave a person, take a person. <laughs> oh, boy. You're just, like, leaving a person dead and taking the person that they made. It's a real trade-off. Yeah. It, it, and, like, I'm the best person to raise this baby, so... <laughs> this mother wouldn't have done a good job anyway. Yeah. And it, I just know that. It's crazy, because in many of these cases, it's, like, women that take fetuses from, like, drug addicts, so they'll leave a person, take a person, but these women that are kind of drug addicts that have these fetuses are still women. Like, it's just like this awful, like, many of those cases are that way. Ladies who are on drugs? Ladies who are on drugs. Like, is it something where, uh, is it for like, is it like a black market thing where they're like... I know. I, not that I know of. In the, in the article that I read, it literally was like, most, many of these cases are... Um, the pregnant woman is somehow on drugs and the woman who stalks her is like, that woman cannot raise this baby as well as I can raise this baby. An obsessive behavior. Well, either way. She might not be wrong. Yeah, she might not. <laughs> lose-lose, guys. <laughs> is it, end of the day, this is a lose-lose situation. A lose-lose. And does anybody want to be sitting around a college dorm room going, yeah, guys, well, I was a fetal abduction. <laughs> <laughs> The answer is yes. It's a Harry Potter situation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is that part of Harry Potter? I gotta read those books. <laughs> you got it. Um, so, okay, here's my next piece of trivia. This one I found on the IMDb trivia page, which I didn't notice when I was watching this movie. Oh, I think you and I have the same question because I did notice it when we watched it, and I was Hello. like, this is a great trivia question. It's a great. I'll let you ask it. No, you ask. No, I want you to ask it because I have more trivia questions. Okay. Question. Sarah, the protagonist of this film, has a visible house number. What is that house number? 
It's the devil's number, 666. Yeah, that's true. I, I was know. like, so happy that I spied that. Which is also the birth date of Rosemary's baby. June 6th of 1966. That's crazy. Weird. Mm-hmm. The devil's number. Why does he like sixes number. so much? He loves sixes. He like fucking loves them. It's an even number. It's like, mm-hmm. Okay. There are a couple of different names for a film like this, namely with all the blood. Um, can you name me a couple of those names? And the, the two that I have written down are ones that I had not, either had like not thought of before or, um, or had not heard these specific terms for movies before. Um... Oh, well, I know that this is part of like a movement in French cinema, like French, uh, French cinema has been contributing a lot to the horror genre in the last like 10 mm-hmm. or 15 years. Yeah. And this is definitely part of like that French extreme movement. Oh, yeah. So I would, I would say that this is like French extreme. Okay. That would be a category I would put it in. Yeah. I also think that it is gore. Mm-hmm. Um, emotion porn. Um. Yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah, all of, all of this is true. They call this a serious splatter film. So mm. splatter films are generally regarded as films that are over the top and are almost comedic in nature because of how much blood they have. Yeah. So um, this is a, uh, in a very specific and rare genre of a serious splatter film. It's so, I think that, I just think it's so cool. Yeah, me too. I think it's so cool to take some, because like, I love Splatter Theater, the show that The yeah. Annoyance does every year. Yeah. Uh, which here is, in Chicago, Illinois. here in Chicago, Illinois, um, this year is directed by Joe Scott, and it's got a great wow. cast, you should go see it. Awesome. Uh, but they take the, um, slasher genre, and they do it in a really comedic, over-the-top way. So like, right. The stage starts out stark white at the beginning, and by the end, it is, like, drenched in blood. Honestly, it's my favorite fall show. It's, it's so always, much fun. It's always my favorite. It's so fun. It's over the top. Last year, they had pig intestines involved. It's it was. nasty. And it's so, so good. Fun. It's so fun. Uh, so that, like, I, I love that take on it. I love, uh, and I love the idea of, that, like, that being a genre, to take that, um those things and make it serious because like everything is really emotionally driven in this movie. Yeah. Uh, every step of the way, like there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing truly gratuitous in the fact that if it was taken away, you wouldn't miss it, which I really think is what gratuitous means. Yeah. Like for the genre that they're playing with and for, uh, the way that they're going for it, Mm -hmm. they're, it, it is not gratuitous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it's graphic. Graphic. So and it's graphic. fucked. Yeah, the other um, category that I had never heard, I've heard the term gore porn, but I've never heard it combined into gorn, which is <laughs> what I found. That was another, that's like a category that exists. Um, another one of these, let me see I've got a trivia question for you. Yeah, hit me. Uh, the main character, Sarah, yeah. her name is Allison Paradis. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a very famous sister. Uh, do you know who her sister is? And uh, that's the question. Ooh, that's a good question. Nope. Her sister is Vanessa Paradis, who uh, was Johnny Depp's partner for <gasps> like 20 years. Hey, that's crazy. Yeah. Are they no longer a partner? They're no longer together because Johnny Depp is married to Amber Heard. Ooh. 
Who's Amber Heard? Well, she was a girl. She was an actress. She came out as like a lesbian maybe five years ago, and then was bisexual, and now she is. Ha- now she had uh, Johnny Depp's baby, and Whoa. if you saw Magic Mike XXL, uh-huh. she was like the female lead. Cool. I didn't see the it. Girl with the girl. You should go see it right now. I should. Yeah, it's great. Yes, cool. It's awesome. I've heard it's really fun. I haven't seen. It. I loved it. Mm, I'm trying to think. Oh, do you remember what crime they accused Abdel of committing? Mm, disorderly like, conduct? Vandalism. And did you uh, catch what he said his favorite type of vandalism was? <laughs> Erotic vandalism. <laughs> no, I don't know. He said his favorite was um, Molotov cocktails. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. He's like, I like setting things on fire. That's very dangerous. Yeah. So, so dangerous. Um, seems like kind of fun. But only in, like, a way that I don't want to get my arm blown off, so I'll never do it. But, like, seems like it would be spectacular. Like, a, like in the true sense of spectacle. Oh, yeah. Um, i got another question for you. Hit me. Beatrice Dahl, the woman who played the femme, yeah. the woman in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, she has been linked with many famous men throughout her career, yeah. including Rupert Everett. Ooh. Yes, they did heroin and had heterosexual sex together. <laughs> uh, but... Most recently, she, uh, her most recent marriage was fraught with scandal. Do you know, and you don't have to know his name, but what her most recent husband did and, uh, why they broke up? Oh, boy. I'm gonna take some bold guesses here, because no, I don't know. But I'm gonna go ahead and guess, um... Pedophilia, but I'm going to guess they broke up because he cheated on her with another woman. Well, he, he was, uh, you're wrong. Great. But he was, uh, he, excuse me, they met in prison. Uh-huh. She was volunteering at a prison. He was in jail for assault and rape. Whoa. They, uh, met 24 times for one hour. They got married in jail. He got out of jail, moved in with her. And uh, they called the police because he was assaulting her, like, a week later. Yeah! Oh, my God! Crazy. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. This woman... She's wild. She is a wild child. She's a wild, passionate person. I get it. I mean, that that's just it. It's like, that passion that drives you, it's like, just do it. Do whatever. Crazy. That's crazy. She, like, she well, like, uh, spoke... She married him while he was in jail... And spoke with the parole board to get him released early. Wow. That's nuts. Crazy. Um, oh, I do have one more. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were talking about the remake of this mm-hmm. that they're going to do in the United States. Yes, which they'll never do. Right. Um, but who are they considering to direct it? And if you can't think of his name, do you have an idea of maybe what he directed? Mm, I'm going to think about it, but I think that Catherine Bigelow would be a good choice to direct a movie like this. Okay. I think that David Cronenberg would be the best choice to direct a movie like this. Okay. Because I also think that this movie falls into the category of body horror. Yeah. Uh, The, like, heightening of, like, physical fears Mm -hmm. to something so massive. Yeah. And clearly... That is what David Cronenberg does. Yeah. So I want to see him do that. I would also wish that he would redirect the last Twilight movie. Ooh. Because I thought these movies have similar themes. <laughs> um, can you give me a hint? 
Um, yes. He, the original, yeah, the movie that he directed is actually, uh, I think it's a Spanish film. Robert Rodriguez? No. That's a great guess. So he, and he is a horror genre. Um... Uh, not the guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. No, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. It's mm-hmm. not. Mm. Do you want to tell you what he directed? You may not know his name. Yeah, tell me something he directed. Wreck. Wreck? Yeah. R-E-C. Oh, record. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. I know who that guy is, but I don't know what his name mm-hmm. is. Juane Belaguero. Well, best of luck to him. <laughs> I wish that guy would break out into mainstream American stuff. Did you see yeah. Record? I did. I loved it. Oh I my saw god, both. I saw both. I didn't. Uh, I don't remember. I think I saw the second one, but I don't remember it so well. Yeah, but I really loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it too. The the I loved the original. The it is Spain, right? It's Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I loved the original Spanish. Oh my one. god, that was it was just epic. The, and the American version was was decent as well as a decent remake. Um, but man, that Spanish one—that they're both very um, claustrophobic and, and captivating and really good. I really love them. The um, and I think he would be a good choice for this because I that claustrophobic sort of style or that um, you know from one like that single perspective idea. Um, and just making everything feel very small and closed in. Yeah, that intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, he would be a, a really good choice for it. I just have a very hard time believing that uh, they would, by they, I mean like studios <laughs> and producers and like people who spend money on things, yeah. would invest in a remake like this totally. without like major reconstruction. Yeah. Because if you're like a first time filmmaker and you're like, just trust me, I've got the best thing and all of these people are going to do it and it's going to be some wild thing. Yeah. Like, that's one thing, but to have a movie already exist yeah. and for this to be the way that it is, I I can't imagine. Yeah, they were talking about um, what you were saying about like taking the gore out of it a little bit and focusing, they were talking about focusing more on the pregnancy. Um in the remake. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like this movie is kind of perfect. Yeah. It's like... Oh, that's a bold statement right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But yeah, it is. For what, what it, it is, is. like... I agree. Uh, just judging it on what it is, because um, I'm thinking about it today, too, and it's like, oh, God, I can't believe I made Lisa watch this movie, and what a, what a bleak, depressing, like, <laughs> horrible idea and like space to live in for for the time that it's in mm-hmm. uh but i don't know i but like the for these types of movies your next or what is the one that i can't think of the title of strangers is it called strangers do you ever see funny games no oh my god but that's what i'm saying like these types of movies where someone comes into your house and like fucking ruins your day like these, <laughs> yeah I, I i feel like for those types of movies, in in America anyway, they can be gratuitous, and this, 
as a French film was not. It was, it, I, I agree with you that, like, of all the films like that, this is the one that I'm going to recommend to people when they're like, I want to see a gore porn film, but, like, I want to see one that's, like, really bloody, but where do I turn? This he, film. Yeah. Like, inside. Well, see this. it also goes to show that you can make a movie that is so gory and, like, so terrifying yeah. and, like, visceral, like, that can make you so viscerally responsive and not see a single tit yeah. and, like, no yes. raping and, like, but no sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, the, uh, it's possible. But there are still two <laughs> sexy, like, great feeling women in this that have high emotion and it's, like... Definitely high emotion. Awesome and huge. So, let me ask you, um... If you were to rate this movie on um, on babies that you would stalk to steal out of women, um, so like rate it on on babies. Like uh, if you were to give it ten babies, it's the a great movie. And if you were to give it one baby, it's not a great movie. How would you rate this movie? Um, I think this is a great movie. I would give this. I mean, this is like bearing in mind everything that it is and knowing that like I like. I like intense shit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thinking, like, this is the peak of, this is the peak of this genre, I yeah. think. Like, you're not going to get any more intense than this. Right. Or emotionally invested or yeah. any of those other things. So, mm, mm, I'll declare myself a true Lilith and say that I'll give this ten, I mean, I'll give it nine stolen babies because nobody's perfect. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> great. That's great. I think, um... Two, knowing what it is, as long as you know what you're getting into, I think I also would give this nine stolen babies. It's a great, it's, and I'm not a huge fan of this genre. No, I'm not either. But because there are, because of those two lead women, they're great. Because of the intensity and the fast-pacedness of this hour and 15-minute movie. Yeah. Like, it's, it's great. It's relentless. Um, yeah, and I'm a really big believer in, like... Judging a thing on its own merits. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to stack this movie up against Citizen Kane. Right. Or, like, compare this movie to Cat People. No, like, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, they are in a different galaxy from uh-huh. each other. Um, looking at it, like, fulfilling a genre and being truly scary. Yeah. Like, this movie is scary. I thought this movie, yeah. I th- it's scary. I think it took... It didn't create any new tropes. But what it did was take... It drew from old tropes and created and consolidated and made, like, a really tight, good, solid, scary movie. Yeah. It's so... It's succinct and it's really efficient. Succinct and efficient, which I'm all about. Those are the things that I love. Me too. Cool. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me about this movie. Inside. This is a great movie. Um, If we... uh, find you about town yes you do a couple of shows it's october what what can we come see you in uh i will be doing the curio show the last tuesday of the month and it will be a spooky spooky show Uh, i'm also in tone which is the house ensemble at the mission theater that tj and dave directed that's improv superhuman um other things great i'm on twitter irene chicago and uh that's all Yay, that's great. You can check our show notes for where you can find Irene around town. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Bye, Sarah.